Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Good day. Uh, today, we're going to continue on our conversation about uh, creating the dental practice pivot in your, pra- in your, in your dental career, uh, going on the journey of your practice pivot. Uh, last week, we talked about kind of like setting the stage. We talked about the framework. We talked about why, what it means, why it's important, uh, all of those things. And over the next few episodes, what I'd really like to do is I'd like Hope and I to get into the how. Right. Okay. So you've decided that this is something that you want to do. You're like, okay, that makes all good and well. And I understand it. But now what do I do? What steps do I take? What does that mean? How do I do it? What are some of the things? What What is my overall philosophy on this? Because, you know, and I can't in a couple of podcast episodes go through everything, uh, but I can give us uh, some high level things. So I, I think, uh, hope and correct me if I'm incorrect here, uh, we're going to break it down into because there's nine, nine key steps. That we that we talk about that I talk about in the book, and I break it down into essentially the business side of things and the clinical side of things, and probably this week we'll do the business side of things. Right, and hopefully um, you piqued their interest last week, um, and maybe you help them be aware of some concerns that are going on in their own practice, Um, maybe some boredom, maybe frustration financially, just not reaching the freedom, the life that they want, and so now they're interested in making this. Um, pivot. And if they're interested in the book, they can go to dentalpracticepivot.com to download your book. And like you said, today- It's free, right? It is free. Okay. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk through the first four steps on actually how to um, to to make this transformation okay. in your practice. Um, the first f- uh, four are dental management, um, the practice management yeah. side. And so what is the first key? Um, so, you know, um, I, before we go into the keys, Hope, is okay. um, I, I want to say something, okay? Sure. I think it's what ha- what I've seen with most dentists and in, in, in my own self is when we're looking to change or fix something or to overcome some obstacle we have in our practice, typically the first thing we do is we go to the clinical side of things. And the truth is, is before we get to the clinical side of things in our practice, we've got to clean our house. <laughs> we've got to have an organized, we've got to have some organized, I don't hate the word systems, but we've got to have some organized frameworks Processes, in place. Right. We've we got to have some frameworks in place mm-hmm. that really create an environment 
for our clinical dentistry to excel and to be accepted. Right. Okay? okay. So really, that's why I put the business part first is because it, it's going to set the stage for the clinical dentistry to be more successful because every single one of you listening, <laughs> okay, you've gone to a seminar, you've taken the education and you've come back to the office and it hasn't mm-hmm. taken off. Yeah. And we want to blame me, the instructor, or someone else, the instructor. We, but what's happened is we're trying to we're trying to throw we're trying to throw fire onto fire, wow. you know, in a sense. Right. So let's talk about the the, the three or four or five whatever the number of right. keys there are. Okay, uh, of the business side of things that are important to set the stage for successful clinical side. Perfect. Okay. So the first key um, has to do with understanding the components yeah. that are in your practice. And so this is you step back and you analyze your practice. Yeah. So talk about those three keys. So, you know, I like to, I, I, you know, uh, the way I think about things is, is I kind of compartmentalize everything. Okay. okay. So I categorize, compartmentalize, <laughs> think of it like buckets. Okay. Uh, and, and I make it sound like I'm super organized, but it's a chaotic mess. And my, my mind in my life is a chaotic mess. Sometimes. Thank goodness there's some buckets in yeah. there, right? <laughs> but uh, really what I do is I break our practice into three components. Okay. okay? There's the general part of our practice. There's the advanced dentistry part of our practice, and then there's the emotional dentistry part of our practice. Now, no question, no matter what anybody tells you, if you ever hear me say anything different, please correct me. The most important part of this is the general part of your practice. In no way am I suggesting that you knit your practice and get rid of the general portion. Okay. And think of it this way. The general practice is 70% of the patient load, patient base of your practice. And from that, you pick out advanced procedures. From that, you pick out emotional dentistry procedures. Okay. And, and the, the bigger key in this okay, is to understand the general advanced and emotional part of it. The bigger key is, is that as the dentist moves from one stage to the next, they have to learn to replace themselves in the practice with some other provider, part-time, full-time, partner, associate, whatever it may be, that's taking over that part of the practice or that component of the practice so that we don't lose what got us here. So you're saying when you, 70% of your practice is gender. By volume, patient base. is gender. Maybe even 80%, maybe 80% even. And so when you decided then to up or increase your advanced um, dentistry portion, you knew you needed to replace yourself that at least that 20% yeah. of the time or 30% of the time <laughs> with someone who could continue to do general dentistry yeah. at the same rate. Um, and then when you made the next step, you had to do the same thing. That's correct. So in my situation, what happened was, is I built a good general practice and general dentistry to me, so I can define right. what, what I consider dental, general dentistry. I'm not right or wrong on this, okay? Is what I consider general dentistry, I'm not right or wrong on this, is exams, hygiene services fillings and direct restorations, crowns and bridges and veneers, indirect restorations, single unit one or two Zs on the veneer part of it, uh, basic root, you know, root canals, taking out teeth, 
those things are what I consider general dentistry. Okay. Okay. Dentures, partials, things like that. I would consider that general dentistry. Now, when I talk about advanced dentistry, now I'm really speaking to when technology comes into play and makes us do those procedures more efficiently, more predictably, and more enjoyably. Okay. okay. So for me, that was when I brought a CEREC system in, a CAD CAM system to be able to do my crowns and bridges and some of my veneers and some of those things in uh, a more efficient manner and a fun manner using technology, what I call more patient-centric. Uh, other part of advanced dentistry for me was implant dentistry. Okay. So when I started doing dentistry uh, that was outside of general dentistry, it was advanced dentistry. So implants is an advanced learned skill. Right. Maybe molar root canals for some would be advanced dentistry. Okay. okay. So those are some of the things that I think of as advanced dentistry. And then the things I think about as emotional dentistry would be things where patients get up and thank you mm. for doing that to them. Or you get a certain level of true satisfaction in doing that. So in my practice, for his examples, those would be complicated implant cases. Okay. Things where somebody's going to lose all their teeth or they're missing a lot of teeth and it's affecting their ability to eat or affecting their smile. Right. Okay, so the there's quality some, of life is, is yeah. impacted. And there's always some levels of overlap in this, right. okay? Right. So, um, <clears throat> but that's emotional. Okay. Uh, some other, another aspect of that would be sleep apnea, mm. okay? Where somebody comes in and says, man, my wife and I or my bed partner and I stay together. You know, we sleep together. Uh, we share the same bed. I, I don't know what you know, sleeping together may mean something right. else, but, um, or they say to me, you know, man, I have more energy through the day. I can get through work. I can spend time with my kids. You know, I have a little bit more bounce in my step. Okay, when they get up and hug you. Or when you take a, a person that's been missing their teeth or they've had crooked teeth mm. for a long time and, and they get a sense of happiness and joy and maybe even right. tears, that to me is emotional dentistry from the patient side. But emotional dentistry for me is those, if you've ever said, I wish I could go to my office and just do these things, Mm. That's emotional dentistry. Okay. And so that's impacted you emotionally. I mean, that drives you. You enjoy it. It gives you purpose in your day. Yeah. So when someone chooses to stay in general dentistry and not go with advanced or emotional, do you feel like they're missing out? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. 
So are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com. Check out our upcoming sessions and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. It's it's hard for me to say that somebody's missing out. Okay, for you though, you would. Oh, I would be burned out and unhappy. Okay, Uh, absolutely, because it's not my nature. But let's let let me say this, okay? okay? Because I don't want to offend anybody. Right. Okay. Although I'm very good at I'm I'm very good at offending people. Okay. But I I I really want to say this, and I say this sincerely. You can be a bread and butter general dentist, make an unbelievable living. Okay. Oftentimes they'll make more money. Hmm. Okay. Than people that focus on advanced and emotional dentistry. Okay. And and you can do that. I'm just saying if if you've ever said to yourself, there's got to be more. Okay. What you have to do is you have to add advanced dentistry. You have to add emotional dentistry. And the last part I want to I want to touch on with this this concept of the three components of the dental practice is that when I moved, what kept what held me back from doing more emotional advanced and emotional dentistry was time. Okay. In other words, I was so busy you doing general right. dentistry, didn't I didn't have to, time to do this dentistry. Right. So what I had to do, and part of the pivot, and part of what we go through, is bringing in a partner, an associate, whatever it is, part-time, full-time, whatever it may be, to create margin in your life, in your, in your schedule, so that you can fill it with more advanced procedures and then more emotional because truthfully general dentistry are typically one hour appointments okay okay it's 30 minutes the 30 to one and a half hour appointments advanced dentistry starts getting to the one to two and a half hour dentistry when you start getting into emotional dentistry now you're starting to look into half you know mornings or afternoons you're starting to look into different blocks and that presents some of its own challenges along the way so you need um people on board to help you um have the freedom to continue continue the the general and the advanced and then financially it's beneficial to you and you're also giving your patients um what they want you're giving them more choices right and then that has fed you um you know your soul your your contentment my joy right my why that's at the end of the day and and let's talk about the economic part of it okay general dentistry has a limiting ceiling because most of it's controlled by insurance and the only way to earn more in general dentistry is to do more right and you can't clone yourself right. so you th- there are I've only tried. so many hours in a day right? <laughs> luckily god has said well, the world does not need another you i love it right um but when you get to advanced get a- dentistry now you're getting procedures that pay better on a time basis right and when you get to emotional dentistry you're getting things that literally have nothing to do with insurance and it's total freedom to charge what you want and do what you right. want there. So, so the, what I found in my practice is, is that I produ- when I was producing X uh, doing general dentistry, I produced it in two-thirds of the time or three-quarters or two-thirds of the time at doing advanced dentistry. And when I moved to emotional dentistry, I produced the same in half the time wow. that I was doing when I was doing just general dentistry. Wow. So it gave you lots of um, flexibility. Yes. Um, to choose. To choose. And you didn't feel so um, handcuffed by the no. insurance. You felt like you were kind of controlling your destiny more. You're creating yeah. the practice. I made insurance less of an issue. You, right. that's, why people, that's why people very rarely hear me complain about dental insurance. 
It's a fact of life. I've made it a, I, I can't say non-issue. Right. Okay, because I can't, you still. Oh, of course. I, I practice 70% general right. dentistry. Right. 70% insurance based. Right. Okay. But in my my personal life is is it's not and 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 i really i said i was going to close on this but i really want to move to the second step but i want to close on this when you when you when you really understand and implement these three phases mm-hmm. what happens is you transform your dental practice into a dental business right. and we need to do an episode talking just about that right okay yeah. so we'll, we'll we'll do that yeah, we, at a later date that sounds great because that really is a component of working smarter and not harder that's correct is having to that's part of the pivot it's transition. about creating passive income right Okay. okay. Yeah, that, I that's, think that's that's really what it's important. about. Yeah. Well, um, so step one is to to creating your dental practice pivot is to understand those three components, right. which were the general, the advanced, and the emotional right. um, por- portion of your um, practice. S- step two is you have a lot hidden. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a gold mine, actually, in your yeah. current practice. Talk about. How dentists can mine yeah. look and see what they actually already have hidden there. Well, let's let's start by saying what I mean by this, or okay. give an example, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, because truthfully, I think dentists are often being misled or going down the wrong path. Okay. Okay. Uh, and 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 they're choosing this to a certain degree when things are down. Mm. Or things aren't where you want and you want to grow. The first thing that I've often heard dentists say, I've got to market. Okay. Okay. I've got to get new pay, more patients. More people more. in the door. And what more people <laughs> in the door means is more chairs, more team members. All the, you know, and, and the number one challenge that most dentists tell me is how they deal with team. Mm. Okay. Like so, the headache of that. Yeah, the, the, that's the, the no, listen, that's the number one challenge in any business is the people, right, right. right? People are the problem, but people are the solution, <laughs> right? But so when you go out and try to build a practice, or grow a practice through more acquisition, mm. then you're just inviting more problems. Right. Okay. Unless you have that in place. Okay. Now, I want to I clarify something here. If you are in a growth, a true growth phase of your practice, okay, in other words, your startup, you only have a few hundred patients, 500 patients, you, you need to acquire bodies. Right. Okay. You need more I'm patients. really speaking to if you're at the 1,500 active patient and above stage, <laughs> I don't necessarily believe that acquiring more patients is really the solution to practice growth. I think going to advance in emotional dentistry, adding new services Mm. is really the solution. And what people say when I want to, you know, people say I'm going to do implants and I'm going to start marketing for implant patients. My answer is they're in your door. (laughs) They're sitting there. They're They're already there. The the hidden potential is in your practice. Okay. Okay. And that's why I firmly believe going back to step one, that you need to maintain that 70% of your patient volume, 70 to 80% of your patient volume is general practice. Okay, you got to keep a strong foundation and base. Right. Okay, because that part of your practice is pretty much recession proof. Right. Okay. So you have the general dentist, dentistry patient um, there, and the best way to 
or the way you're proposing to yeah. grow is not just to continue to add more and more if you're 1500 patients yeah. and above but it's to look at those current patients yeah. and offer them other services in the advanced and emotional yeah, um, areas and that way you're not constantly fighting yeah. to find new patients you're giving more services yeah. to the ones you already have so let me give a, a clear example of okay, this great. okay i call it my uh, the power of five percent Okay. okay. So let's do some quick math okay, here. Okay. Good. A practice has 1500 patients and I want to do implants. Okay. okay. Many people's initial reaction is I'll market for implants. And listen, there's a place for that. Okay. But why go outside before you go inside? Okay? Serve the people you have. Serve the people you have. Okay. So let's go with, with low averages. Okay. okay. I have 1500 patients. Let's say that 25% of them are missing a tooth. Okay. And the number is higher than that, by the way. Okay. If you're in West Virginia, it might be 98%. Okay. <laughs> I apologize to any West Virginia listeners. Right. Okay. Or Alabama or North Carolina right. mountains listeners. Okay. Right. Okay. So if we go 25. Get letters from that. But anyway, <laughs> right. keep talking. But if we go 25%, okay. Well, let's make math easy. Let's go 33%. Okay. One out of every three patients in our practice are missing a single functional tooth. Okay. Okay. That means there's 500 patients in your practice. That, that are candidates that have an opportunity for you to provide that service. And if I would only get 5% of them to say yes, I would do their 25 implants in my practice. Wow. And that's doable. I mean, that is... That 25, a- 25 implants times an average fee of $3,500. Now we're suddenly into... You're going to make me do math here. Now we're into $87,500 roughly in revenue right. without spending $1 on marketing. Right. And and serving and making your patients yeah. happier with the services you And those provided. patients are going to refer more because you made it convenient for them. You've become patient-centric. Right. 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 You're serving their needs. So, so the hidden potential is in your practice. Okay. And that's when you add new services, okay. which we'll talk about in you know, yes, the clinical side. Right. But I want to talk about the hidden potential on the non adding new services okay. side. Right. Okay. And I call this phase phase one to phase two. Again, I have four phases of, of <laughs> dental practices uh, that, that, that I've seen. And that's going from doing single tooth dentistry to doing quadrant dentistry. Okay. Okay. So in other words, very rarely does a patient come in and have one thing that needs to be done. Okay. Okay. Very rarely. Now the focus becomes on, hey, Hope, while we're here, we're going to be working on this tooth. I'm going to numb you up, make sure you're nice and comfortable. It would make sense for us to go ahead and give you the option to take care of this tooth in front of it and behind it. That here's here's a picture. Here's what's going on with them. This way, we only have to see you once. We don't have to numb you up once. You can knock it out. We'll make it easy for you. We'll find out what your dental benefits are. We'll offer you some payment options to make it easy for you, more comfortable for you. And then that way, we can get everything done. And now you went from having a simple appointment to a slightly longer appointment. And those on the dental side, the the time it takes to do a crown, if we added two fillings onto it, it's not like it doubles our time. It literally adds ten or fifteen. 15 minutes or 20 15 20 minutes to the appointment and we've massively improved our productivity right. now to me productivity and efficiency are two different things okay but but we're we're more productive in that time period with that patient and the benefit of that is we're gonna we're gonna increase revenue right we're gonna see less patients we're gonna have a better day 
because we're seeing less patients. Our team members are gonna be less stressed out. They're gonna be able to focus on the future growth of our practice instead of focusing on like running around like chicken cuts that are cut off and focus on putting out fires of the day. They're never future focused. So the tone of the day is better for everyone and the patients being served in a much better way rather than having to come back and forth, time off work. You're actually serving them in, in in a, more patient-centric That's manner. correct. Hope, before we get much too further along here, I want to be true to my goal of making these episodes no more than 30 minutes. Okay. Ideally, I'm trying to get to the 20 to 25 minute mark and closer to the 20 minute mark with these episodes. So I want to be firm on that. Okay. So before we get into key number three and number four, what I would like to do is probably go ahead and end this week's episode, having discussed keys three, one and two, and then uh, leave room for uh, discussion of number three and four next week. I think that's great. That way um, those listening can know what to expect. So if you don't mind, let's go ahead and recap. Perfect what we've done and what they can expect for next week. Well, we've discussed the um, dental practice pivot Mm -hmm. and you can go to dentalpracticepivot.com to download your new book. And key one to the dental practice pivot is the three components of your practice. And key two, you discussed how to find that potential that's already hidden in your practice. Okay. Good. And what can we expect next week? What are keys threes and four? On key three, we talk about how to create firm financial arrangements. And you describe how that transformed your practice and how it can help um, other dentists transform their practice. And then the other key four was about um, processes of categorizing patients and how that helps um, your team um, make the day run more smoothly and just um, helps the processes and ultimately helps your patient. Absolutely. Thank you, Hope. And uh, again, to everybody, uh, I really want you guys to make change in your practice. Mm -hmm. And and really, let me back up. I don't necessarily need you to make change in your practice. I I really want you to make change in your life. Okay. And our practice is closely tied to our life. Okay. And, and I'm really big on this, making it about you. Hmm. Okay. And that's important. And that's really what I really want 2019 to be about with the podcast. I want it to be about you what you need, what you're struggling with, what's going on in your practice, how I can help. If you'd like to come on and do a coaching session, I'd very much welcome it. Just send me a message. Um, and, and, you know, do me a favor. We really want to help dentistry and help dentists be more happy in their profession. And you can help me by leaving a review on iTunes and helping share this in social media and helping uh, other people subscribe to the podcast when you see them with the phone. Okay. So we'll see you next week and we'll be discussing keys three and four of the practice pivot. Thank you and have a wonderful week. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, 
your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 